Hello and welcome to another episode of the All About Feeling Good podcast. I am your host, Richard Arsenault, and today I have the pleasure of interviewing Anthony Bucci from Boston, Massachusetts, author of the book called Infinity Crew, which he will be releasing soon. Anthony has just served 15 years in federal prison and was released October 7, 2019. And upon his release, he became vegan. I got a chance to video chat with him and found his story uh, pretty unique and motivational. So I wanted to get his message out there. Uh, thank you for joining me today, Anthony. How are you doing? I'm doing amazing. It's a pleasure to be on your show, your podcast, and great talking to you, Richard. I'm just happy to be here. Awesome. So let's jump right into it. Um, when and what made you go vegan? Okay, that's a good question to start with. What made me go vegan was the fact that, you know, I wanted to do something different with myself. I wasn't happy with my lifestyle. I wasn't happy about, you know, the way things were going in my life. So I actually went vegan seven months ago upon my release. I did it for my health, the climate change, and animal welfare. I've always been an animal lover. Mm -hmm. And once I was released, I was able to access fruits, vegetables, use a juicer, access more information about veganism through movies, documentaries, podcasts such as yours, Richard. Knowledge is power. And the more I've learned and studied veganism, the happier I am with the choice to become a vegan. Um, I would say the reason I didn't start sooner, obviously, was because mm -hmm. I was away. And in prison, they give you a dollar twenty-five per person to feed you. Mm -hmm. So fruits, vegetables were almost nil. There was hardly anything to be had. So I was, you know, just trying to survive in there. I read some books on veganism also while I was away plant-based diets, vegetarian diets, pescatarian diets. And my choice was vegan because I love animals. Mm -hmm. So heavens, yeah, I mean, think about it. Every year as a vegan, we save 401,500 gallons of water, 10,950 square feet of forest, the lives of 365 animals, 14,600 pounds of grain, 7,300 pounds of carbon dioxide. These numbers are staggering. They're amazing, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like it was my calling to become vegan also because my love for the animals, my love for the environment, and, actually, and I want to live longer. So those are my reasons, and that's why I, I became vegan. Awesome. What about doubts? Like when you were making that change, were there any doubts at all running in your head, or was it uh, something that you felt pretty confident about? No, I mean, ever since I became vegan, it was like coming home. It felt so, it feels so natural. It was mm -hmm. like, it's like my comfort zone now. It feels like who I am as a man and as a person. Yeah. I love being vegan. I love most vegans too. Most vegans are good people. It's like we have our own society of, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Good people. And I'm honored to be part of it. I mean, I'm just starting out. I know my journey is just starting, mm -hmm. but I'm happy. And I'm, you know, hopefully I'm going to represent as a good vegan the rest of my life. That's amazing. So let's go back a bit. And what was your diet like before you went vegan? Okay. 
before I went vegan, I'm, 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 I come from Italian heritage. I'm 100% Italian. Mm-hmm. So my diet growing up was filled with, you know, pastas, breads, a starchy, meaty diet, a, you know, a recipe for disaster. I had no idea what a vegan plant-based diet would even existed. It was like I was living in a bubble. I think a lot of people in society are also like that right now. Every, a lot of people are ignorant to the fact of how healthy a plant-based diet really is. Mm-hmm. And I was one of them. I was a product of my environment. My heritage taught me my eating habits. And I never questioned it. I just went with it. I thought it was healthy back then. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It, it was like I was ignorant. I had no knowledge of anything. Mm-hmm. This world didn't even exist to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. It's it's just the way it is now still, right? We just kind of follow what our parents t- teach us and uh, what the culture is has been around, what the culture is doing and where we come from. It all ties into the way we live. And yeah, we sometimes we just don't question enough things. We just go about our day. We just, yeah, whatever is normal is normal. You just don't. That's the problem, I think, is you don't question it. Right. Those statistics I I just said a couple of minutes ago from about the environment, the water and all that. Mm-hmm. I had no idea any of that even existed. Yeah. I, mean, I thought it was normal to sit down and eat meatballs, sausages, pork, yeah. all the stuff that I now can't even take a bite of. Yeah. Back then, uh, that was home for me. That was, But now veganism is, is my home. It's my calling. I feel it. And I love the people. You know, uh, I'm with it. Awesome. So moving forward, uh, what about your diet now? What does it look like? It's 100% different, bro. <laughs> My diet now is full, full of fruits, vegetables. I bought a, a Breville juicer. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. I juice now. I'm not a pro like you, Richard. <laughs> so, you know, plan on getting bothered. I'm going to be calling you and, and uh, getting advice for you on juicing. Cause I'm just starting, you know, I'll be a little juice stalker. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Anytime. I know you're, you're a hardcore, but you know, hopefully I'll get to that point. I also make a lot of plant-based smoothies for protein. I put uh fresh frozen fruits in it. And I also use plants like turmeric, spirulina and other plants, mm-hmm. you know, to enhance them, you know, make them more nutritional for me. I'm a big fan of nutritional yeast. Speaking of nutrition. Ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I love it because it adds protein, vitamins, minerals, and, and antioxidants. Gets you know, gets the antioxidants, and uh, it lowers your cholesterol. So, you know, I try to eat as raw as possible, but I love. Plant- I also eat like plant-based burgers, oh, yeah. plant-based sausages. You know, all the new products they have out today are amazing. They taste delicious, and I do a lot of cooking. You know, so you know, I enjoy it. Totally, man. That's awesome. I'm having, I'm having fun with this journey, bro. Trying new <laughs> recipes. I'm loving it. You know what I mean? This is yeah. it. Yeah, it's a it's a whole, whole new perspective, kind of a whole new life, and it's it's almost inspiring on its own, eh? How long have you been vegan? Uh, just over three years. It'd be about three years and three months or so. Okay, so you saved a thousand animals' lives already, roughly. That's yeah. Amazing yeah right just think of that that's that's insane yeah every time you sit down for a meal probably three times a day you used to have some sort of animal in it so you know that's that's a lot of animals suffering or or dying you know it's pretty crazy yeah yeah god made us all equal 
yeah. I'm creator, you know, for those people who don't believe in God, our creator made us all equal. So for sure. You know. So um do you feel veganism has helped you evolve in other aspects of your life, like physically or mentally? I know you're just starting, but uh, have you? What kind of changes have you felt in this time? I feel like veganism, or being a vegan, has made me a better human. I'm way more compassionate to others. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm growing. I'm learning. I'm evolving. I have way more energy now. Every day that I don't eat meat, you know, I save an animal's life, and that's big. That's really big. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm lowering, help lower the carbon footprint. I'm helping the environment. Such amazing things being vegan does. It just, mm -hmm. I can't say enough. Physically, since I became vegan, right before I got out of prison, I had my cholesterol done. I had a complete blood workup. This guy wanted immediate release, so I didn't even know I was getting out. Mm -hmm. and I just happened to get a blood workup. My uh, cholesterol was 243. So when I got out and I got mass health, you know, we had to get insurance, I had a complete physical six weeks later. Mm -hmm. I became vegan immediately when I got out. My cholesterol dropped 47 points in six weeks. And I, I was doing the same thing, the exact same diet. No, excuse me, the exact same workout re regime. Mm -hmm. Only thing that changed was my diet. Yeah. So, I mean, the numbers don't lie. I'm a numbers guy. Since <laughs> I became since I became vegan, it's just like I feel so much healthier. I feel great. Awesome, man. You know what they say, a healthy body equals a healthy mind. So I'm feeling sharp. I'm focused. I'm driven. Veganism has me so much more compassionate. You know, I love the animals like I told you before. You know, voiceless. They need us. And I'm trying to be, I'm doing my part you know, to help save them. Yeah. So I'm not an activist. I'm not an activist yet, but I support the efforts of all activists and I totally respect them. I firmly believe veganism is my calling. Mm -hmm. I need, you know, I'm crawling right now, like I said, you know, and I'm yeah. just starting to get up and hopefully I'll be walking soon in this journey. For and sure. And jogging and then eating completely raw, getting into activism, and then I'll be running with you guys. Yeah. Right now, you know, I'm happy to... I'm happy to be just where I'm at. Hey, uh, activism is a, a lot of different forms. I mean, you're doing it right now by sharing your story and, you know, by sharing all the posts on Facebook. That is, uh, uh, to me, that is a, a other form of activism in a sense because you're, you're acting on, on your part for, for the animals. So it's, it's, I think, I think it's the, the best form of activism, to be honest, is just sharing your life and sharing your story because that had, I feel like that has a lot more impact in the long run than, uh, you know, that you see on, on the videos and people, um, you know, standing in front of the slaughterhouses. That has its place, but it has also a lot of pushback. You know, a lot of people that are against that, but nobody's going to be against you sharing your story and showing how how good you feel, right? So <laughs> that's yeah, how I'm I see it, its bro. power. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, even those people that are actively protesting, I respect them. For sure. Know, I love what they're doing. You know, it's just yeah, great. Absolutely. So uh, what about your friends and family? Like, how, how are they affected? Um, 
about your lifestyle change were they supportive or doubting it or anybody interested in, in joining you or <laughs> that's a good question right there <laughs> listen i love nobody loves their family and friends better than me i'm like you know if i'm with you i'm with you 100 percent. but yeah as far as supporting me my change in becoming vegan you know like i said amazing people but they have a firm belief you know, from the Italian heritage that you need for protein or else you're going to get sick. You know, you know how that goes. Yeah. And even I try to explain to them my journey and how I'm feeling, but it's falling upon deaf ears. And I, you know, I have to respect their choices as they should respect mine. But it's up. You know, I came home, Thanksgiving home in six, six, 16 years. And, and uh, you know, it was like I was from the planet Mars because I wouldn't eat the turkey. I wouldn't eat the meatballs and sausages. My family was actually mad at me this year. And they were like, you know, it was like I was a leper. They did they, they did not, they weren't down with it. They were just <laughs> been really, really critical, you know. But like I said, I respect them. I love them. And, you know, hopefully they'll start supporting me. Like on Facebook when I post and stuff. It's, it was always my family and friends that are taking shots at me for being vegan. Yeah. And the vegan people that I don't know and plant-based and vegetarians are all supporting me, you know. But, yeah. you know, they come from the culture where, you know, the Italian heritage and they're stuck with it. Yeah. And they don't want to listen and, you know, so yeah. I'm still going forward. I'm still moving forward and I'm doing great. And, you know, I was, I was away for 15 years alone and I can make this journey alone. Yeah. You know. A girl I date, she's up behind me a thousand percent. She's vegan, so it's all good, you know. That's Everything's awesome. good. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, food has such a strong hold on us, eh? Like, um, yeah. it's pretty much part of us, and, and I get it. It makes sense. That's how we we use food to socialize and and all that stuff. And when somebody turns around and changes how they eat. A, a big change like that especially it it almost scares people and it creates a a bit of, of confusion it feels like there it feels like you would be going against them or against the culture or against how they are or what they believe in you know but it's just uh like you said the numbers are out there and and saving animals and all that stuff you know when you count all of these things and count all of the the benefits behind it it adds up to such a big number and such a big impact that it's it almost it's hard to to not get away from it or not not like take action make it happen otherwise you feel like you're just leaving so much behind it's crazy. You save th just the numbers on the animals, 365 a year. I mean, that's incredible. I love it. Uh, what about advice now for people interested in adopting a plant-based lifestyle? Would, would you say, would, would you say to help them out? Uh, I would say first off, if you want to live longer, do it. That's first and foremost. Mm-hmm. But also, you got to do it for the animals. Since we're all created equal, have compassion. It soothes your soul. Do it for the environment, so our kids and their kids can live long and have a better world. I mean, I would say if you're a doubter, 
Try it for a month, six weeks. Get your blood drawn before. You know, and then in six weeks, after you've been doing strict plant-based diet, go get your blood drawn again. See the results. See the numbers. Numbers, like I said, don't lie. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure after that, you'll be hooked. Not even, I mean, a lot of people start out support their health. And then as they evolve and grow, they see, you know, the good they're doing for other things, the environment, the animals and all that. That was like basically with me. I mean, I always loved animals. And so, you know, this it's been easy for me. Mm-hmm. And, and like now, when if I walk through the supermarket and I look at the meat section, it turns my stomach. I always used to be a meat lover growing up. Yeah. I, I, I can't even look at it. It's just knowing that I'm. If I ate meat, what I would, I'd be helping helping kill animals and hurting our environment. Mm-hmm. It's not in me anymore. I'm not that guy. Yeah, but I'm proud of it though, because I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, I mean, it just shows that somebody that was, you know, heavy in that culture, heavy in that in that type of diet, can turn around and now look at meat. Um, and, and it turns your stomach, like you said, and you're just totally, totally against it. It just shows, like you know, anybody can do it. It just takes maybe the right information, or it, it just takes something to really trigger that inside of you. But it, it's all there. We all have it. It just, just a matter of time and um, a matter of like researching it for yourself, and 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 maybe also wanting to change or wanting to make some changes you know but some people's journey might just not lead to that and that's their own personal thing and we can't really push it on them like you said earlier but you just gotta shine the light yourself and and hope that people jump in yep exactly so this is a a fun question i like to ask everybody because i like to know their their thoughts on this um, do you see a plant-based world in the future and how do you think we can make that happen? I like to see a plant-based world in the future. I don't know if we can make that happen because a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. are stuck in their ways, but if we can keep getting the numbers up, like from 2014, I do a lot of research on this too. I'm not just, I'm just, I'm a student too. Yeah. You know, as you know, I just started. So I like research. I like knowledge because, you know, I don't like to walk to things unless, unless I know, you know, certain things. I know that since 2014, veganism, plant-based, has grown 500%. So outgrowing and people started to see that, you know, the horrendous diseases that are coming from these meats, just, I mean, what we're going through right now, and all the, you know, different stuff in the past that have stemmed from meat. It doesn't mm-hmm. want to live long and think about it, too. Yeah. I think the number of based vegans, vegetarian people trying to change their diets will continue to grow. I mean, look, the plant food industry is thriving. Impossible Burgers, Burger King, many other restaurants, are, they, they have their food in. Beyond this, you know, to sign a deal in China with Starbucks and are about to finalize the deal with McDonald's. Tyson Foods is now, you know, selling plant-based chicken. Mm-hmm. So everybody is starting to accept the fact that vegan, veganism is the wave of the Will everybody become vegan? Absolutely not. But as long as the numbers keep growing and growing, you know, 
we have a chance. That's all we can ask for. Yeah. It's a trending. It's a way of the future. Yeah, that's I agree 100%. That's how I that's how I see it as well. Um So those are pretty much all the questions I usually have on my podcast, but we had talked for a few hours prior to this um some days back here and um hearing your story and all that I formed another list here of questions that I wanted to kind of go over with you so we can learn a little bit more about your story and everything else. So I just wanted to start off with what are your thoughts on veganism? Is there any like pet peeves on that subject? First of all, I'm 100% down with veganism. I live my life now with way more compassions. Um, My pet peeve is when I when I don't like when fellow vegans attack each other, especially on social media. Mm-hmm. Like I've posted things with the slightest inkling of something that is borderline on non-veganism. When You know how when we post, we find things on the internet and all that. These aren't our original posts. Yeah. So, um, I, you know, I, I see a lot of people's posts I don't agree with, and I just go right by them. And, and, you know, I think to myself, but I never, ever attack a fellow vegan on Facebook, on Instagram, or anywhere, because, you know, your thoughts are your thoughts. Yeah. And sometimes you, when you don't write the post that you're posting, you know, I mean, you're, you know, not everything's perfect. It's not a perfect world. Yeah. So if I put up a post and you don't like it, just go buy it or message me privately and we'll talk about it. You know what I mean? I'm a good person. Whoever doesn't like it is probably a good person because I know if they're vegan and they're into saving animals, they got to be. They got to be compassionate. So I think we all need to be compassionate to each other because sometimes people tend to forget in the journey of you know being an activist and being good towards the animals and the environment that humans are animals too mm-hmm. we are all here together and we're fighting battle together so no dividing conquering let's stick together and let's be polite to each other and you know it really bothers me because you know i've been attacked before and i just take the post down i don't get into you know all the um drama and all that because I'm not I mean it's a positivity not negativity but yeah. it does bother me because you know we're all behind the animals they're voiceless but you know just because we're humans and we have voices doesn't mean it's okay to abuse each other yeah so, so that's my pet peeve you know I'm trying to live as far as living the vegan life I'm doing it bro I'm trying my hardest I love it so it's not even like people always ask me how do you do it how do you make this food it's fun I mean I eat just as good. I mean, especially when I'm eating these, like, once, you know, I try to eat as raw as possible, like I told you before, but yeah. when I'm eating these plant-based burgers and on the grill, adding stuff to it, yeah, guacamole, this, that, raw onions, you know, vegan cheese, it's delicious. It tastes like you're eating meat without the meat. And, you're, you know, you're bettering yourself. You're bettering the environment. I hate to be the dead horse, but it's just so good. Yeah. I'm in it. I'm with it. Absolutely. Let's yeah. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like how you uh brought up the whole you know post and other vegans attacking vegans. Like I totally agree. Um it's something that I didn't really notice as well when I first started going vegan, but of course you're right on top of that and you haven't been vegan a long time, but I think it's also part of like like my journey when I first went vegan, of course it was kind of 
taking it as a shock and being like, oh my God, like I can't believe I've been doing this for so long and, and not really realizing or not questioning it. And then you kind of begin, you kind of start to be, um, you make your, make it seem or, or sound like it, it has to be perfect, you know? And that all vegans should be perfect and have this like, I don't know, it's kind of like putting a big label on because like, let's say for an example, you have uh, a vegan that is riding a horse or something, has has had a horse his whole life and he's riding the horse. But then you have other vegans coming on, attacking this person saying, oh, you know, it's it's cruel or you shouldn't be riding the horse and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, we should just be a little bit, we're trying to be more peaceful. And to do that to people that are already trying to be vegan or already vegan and trying to better their life as well, like it, it just makes it look so bad in a lot of ways. It just makes it look like you have to be perfect. You have to do everything by the book. Otherwise it's not good enough. And I totally agree with what you said. I just, yeah, it's, it, it, that's started to bother me in the last year or so when I start seeing all this drama online and it, it's, it, it looks bad from the outside as well. People that are maybe interested in going vegan or, or, or maybe they aren't, but they're seeing these posts or seeing these comments or this, you know, this stuff. And it's only going to push people further away. Like I can't, why is it helping anybody? Or how is it helping anybody? I think it's I think it's just ridiculous to be doing anything like that, you know. I'll give you a quick example too, a couple of examples actually. Yeah. I put a post up and I'm trying to encourage people not with the, this pandemic going on, don't when you act more fearful or you are more fearful, it your immune system is obviously lowered because fear lowers the immune system. Mm -hmm. So I put up a positive post and of course I had a message sent to me saying I was disrespectful and not caring about the deaths of people in the pandemic because of my post. Meanwhile, I'm trying to do the opposite. I'm trying to have people keep their immune systems high. That way you can fight. God forbid you ever got the coronavirus. Your immune system would be an optimal level and you could fight it off. Exactly. I'm trying to help people, you know, not be fearful. Yeah. I, I would never, ever be disrespectful and wish any death upon any human being. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I took that very personally because it's not who I am and it's not what I meant. And don't twist my words. And if you felt like that, just instant, me I mean, private message me. Yeah. And then we'll talk about it and I'll explain it and you'll understand. But don't attack me when I, I may have like 3,000, 4,000 friends, mostly all vegan, mostly vegan in front of all my friends. Yeah. Vegans are good people. We're supposed to stick together, not attack one another once again. So yeah, that kind of bothered me. Oh, for sure. I mean, you use the hustle one and and bring that that memory up because yeah, you know, I'm living a compassionate life. I don't want anybody, anybody, whether I know you or don't know you, to yeah. be sick, to pass away. You know, I want good for others. Yeah, yeah. There's there's many little things that sometimes we choose to do. And just because it doesn't line up exactly with the belief of somebody else, even though 
so many things are very similar you guys are you know two people that are vegan two people that are you know and there's a lot of things that are in common there but there's just one thing that is not you know there's just so much uh so much pressure from some people that are they just you just can't hold back and they have to say something about 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 one little specific thing just because it doesn't line up exactly with their belief and i think people need to learn to just chill the heck out <laughs> yeah exactly yeah another one more thing i have a website it's called the convicted vegan yeah okay? and i'm promoting my book on the website i'll be selling convicted vegan apparel soon called the convicted vegan where i'll be putting up um recipes videos blogs a gallery with pictures all kinds of stuff anyways the ladies who who saw my website messaged me and said asked me if i went away for being an animal activist and i said no and then she said well i don't think you have a right to call yourself the convicted vegan <laughs> and i said lady I went to trial against the United States of America for 21 days. I lost my trial. I got 21 years. I eventually flipped my case, but we'll get into that. And I ended up serving 15 years, and I'm vegan. I am the convicted vegan. I don't care what you say. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Keep your comments to yourself and do it privately once again. You know what I mean? So I had to take that post down. Yeah. I don't understand why people just can't talk to people. Like, you know, like I said, vegans. For the most part, I, I are amazing people. I love vegans. I, yeah. I really do plant-based, vegetarians. Anybody that's down with this, I'm, I'm down with. So yeah. don't make me not like you or have to block you exactly. when I'm with you. you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That's the other thing, right? We're all this Just together. Like, yeah. With a, with a minority. Yeah. Only 9.6 million of us. There's 5 billion people or whatever in the world. Let's yeah. stick together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those little things they that just bothers me. It's like, you know, we're we're supposed to be a team here. We're supposed to work together, like you said. But you're going against just a little name choice that is completely fine. It makes total sense, but you know, in in her eyes, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, but I like to see her walk one one year in my shoes. It was she couldn't do it. Yeah. So don't don't criticize me when you you don't know who I am or what I've been through and yeah. you know, when I'm here to try to give an inspirational message to help yeah. not hurt. Yeah. Yeah, you're vegan and you were convicted. So that makes that makes perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's this that's Unfortunately, sure does. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather be the not guilty vegan. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, um while you were in prison, what did you do to change your life? I like this question. <laughs> when I was away, when I first went away, I was, I was like, put your pedal to the metal. I was a terror. I was, I was mad at the world. How could I get 21 years for a one day conspiracy when nobody was hurt? You know, and my, my mindset was, really 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 bad i mean if you cross me in the littlest ways i was strike first politic later i was in the, i was doing stupid shit then I, I was walking the yard one day and an old time convict came up to me and he said anthony i need to talk to you and i said what's up and see and when you're in prison it's called you have the state you're in is your car 
So I, I, I was representing the Boston car. And Boston guys all stick together. If there's a problem with one, doesn't matter what race you are, we all there for you. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, out of control. So he pulled me aside and he says, you know, I think you need to take a step back and look at yourself. And I said, what are you talking about, bro? You know, with an attitude. He's a guy who's been in 20 years. I'm just starting out two, three years in. And he says, you realize your actions affect a lot of people. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he, he went on to cut, break it down for me. You have a fight or you have a beef. Or you're, you're risking the lives of everybody from Massachusetts, everybody from Boston, because we all stick together. I said, that's how it's supposed to be. He goes, yeah, but not over stupid shit. Only real life, serious stuff. And he said, you know, look at you. All these guys here would kill me. I was in great shape. I was, you know, I was repping Boston hard, but mm-hmm. but my mind wasn't like mature. Even though I was 40 years old or whatever I was when yeah. this was in, came, it went in, my mind wasn't there. And he, he pulled me up and he, and he says, you stop with the pity party. I see it. He says, make yourself something that your family and friends can be proud of. Enough of this. you got so much potential. Guys in here would be killed to be you. And that's when I, and, and I, it, it, those words struck me like thunder. I went back to my room and that's when I had my spiritual awakening. I was just like, from that day on, I was just like, I started taking courses. I took 50 educational courses. I started reading books. Someone gave me a book on vegans and plant-based mm-hmm. and, you know, and I, and I read about, you know, vegan and plant-based and I really, really was with it, but they get a dollar 25 to feed you a day in prison. So, you, you know, you have to survive. Even though I cut most of the meat out of my diet, sometimes I had to eat it and, you know, I regret it, you know, but I, it was either starve or, you know, or eat. So yeah, I, for, for a while, you know, I already knew in my mind, my mindset was, to become vegan when I had the full opportunity when I could survive and live, you know, normal. So anyways, I took 50 educational courses. I took parenting classes. We had parent, my kid would come see me, my kids on parent day. Uh, my grandson came to see me. I met him in prison. Um, I was just moving in the right direction. I, uh, I volunteered and took him. There were sick and terminally ill inmates at one of the FCIs I was at. Um, I did this out of the goodness of my heart. I didn't want nothing, you know, for it. I just did it because, mm-hmm. you know, there was people that needed help and they were good guys. And then when I transferred from that prison, I went to a different prison. They, they had a dog program. I trained dogs for the handicap. And that was really good because I, I love animals. So, you know, dogs live right in the room with me. Nice. So, you know, he was my therapy dog, too. You know? <laughs> And, you know, I trained three different dogs. One went to a hospital for troubled teens. Another one went to a court for young kids that are testifying in court to calm them down. And the third one I never got to finish because they transferred me to another prison. But I got to work with three dogs, and I was proud of that. And I studied the law, and I'm the first one in the country to win a compassionate release two years early. For to come home and take care of my mother who had a stroke in 2016 and she's paralyzed. And before me, you could only get a compassionate release for a child or a spouse. Okay. I brought it in the horizon for compassionate release. And today, a lot of people are getting released for other family members other than their mother, father, I mean, excuse me, other than their wife or children. Mm-hmm. Now for your mother, 
father, um, partner, you know, if you're not, even if you're not married. Mm -hmm. So I'm proud of that too, because being the first one in the country and Mm -hmm. opening the door for other guys, that was a great achievement. So I did a lot, a lot of good things in prison, you know, and, and also I, I took in those 50 courses, the screenplay writing course and writing became my passion. And that's how infinity crew evolved. Wow. That's That's how I started it. Yeah. So at, at what point did you start uh, writing and uh, is is the book about you or like tell, tell us a little bit more about that? Uh, well, like I said, I fell in love with screenplay writing. So the, you're going to laugh at this one. You're going to like this one. <laughs> I just told you about how, you know, everything I was, how good I was doing and I changed my life. Well, I have one little drop back. I got in trouble and, you know, my wife left me mm-hmm. and I was on edge and I got in trouble, went to the shoe and at the time my kids, you know, were coming in and out of my life because they had abandonment issues, you know, mm-hmm. the father's gone, he's gone for a lot of years and I wasn't there to, you know, raise them and we were very close. So my wife had just left me, I was having kid, you know, my kids wouldn't speak to me. My friends all dropped off the map, you know, so I was in like my darkest hour. Guy crossed me the wrong way. I got in trouble. I was, they put me in solitary confinement where I was going to be for five or six months. Mm-hmm. And I was in there and I was just praying and I was like, God, help me through this. Cause I had been in solitary confinement before, you know, but now I was, I was trying to be a different guy. So it really bothered me this time. So I asked God for help and I was in my darkest hour. And I just picked up, they have little two-inch pencils when you're in the shoe. It's called the shoes, segregation housing unit. And it's a six-by-ten cell. You're stuck in there 24 hours a day. So, you know, these people think this lockdown is bad for this pandemic. This is nothing. (laughs) But anyways, getting back to the subject. Yeah. I picked up a two-inch pencil, and they give you five-by-eight sheets of paper, and I started writing. And that was my, my, my stress relief in the shoe, and I wrote like a maniac at my I had uh, blisters on my fingers because that little pencil is tiny. It's hard to write with. Yeah. Guys were sending me their, their papers, you know, because they give you three pieces of paper every other day to write your family. Okay. So fin- Infinity Crew was written in my darkest hours. I was ready to give up. I didn't care about nothing or nobody, and nobody cared about me in my mind. And I just started writing, and that's what got me out of my, that deep, dark hole. Wow. So it has all this... this I put my heart and soul into this book. It has a lot of meaning. There's a lot of things behind it. And I love it. It's a great read. Everybody that's read it said it's better than anything out there at the theaters now. So <laughs> we're going to see what happens. I'm looking to make it a movie. I want to make a, a series like Entourage with it, then a sequel to the movie. Yeah. So I have big plans for Infinity Crew. That's awesome, man. Well, you got to dream big. You got to visualize and, you know, you just follow that path. The secret. That's just like the secret that movie. Yeah. Ask, believe, and you shall receive, and that's what I've been doing, bro. Absolutely. I actually have vivid. I, I actually have vivid dreams of being on the red carpet. I, I went through enough nightmares. I want one of my dreams to come true now. You know what I mean? Uh, I'll <laughs> I'll see you there. I'll we'll see you there. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I can't I can't wait yeah. to read this book and uh, share it with others because I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a powerful one for sure. Yeah, it is. So after 15 years away now, 
you must just want to like almost forget the whole experience in some ways but how do you cope with all with uh losing all that time you gotta cope i mean it is what it is. You can never change. The rearview mirror is the rearview mirror. The windshield is much bigger. You, everybody's, you know, heard that saying. Yeah. And coping, it, it was. It's tough because it's a different world out here. You know, don't forget, I want an immediate release in court. Mm -hmm. I had absolutely no integration back into society. I was just thrust back into society like a normal inmate. Like I would have gotten six to nine months halfway house where they ease you back into society. Because I won my case and the judge ordered an immediate release, you know, I came out a turtle in a world full of jackrabbits. When I went away, there was flip phones. Yeah. Um, every, you know, I mean, I, I go, I still see places where I used to eat that are now condominiums. The world is evolving. It's changed. You know, it's shocking, actually. You know, when I, the first night home, I was, my kids, my family, everybody came to see me. Because now my my built my relationship back with my kids. They yeah. were speaking to me through hard work, and you know I was now somebody they were proud of. They were visiting me, and so they came to see me. And when they left that night, you know I was living with my mother because my mother's handicapped. There's a mm -hmm. Target across the street. I went to Target. They had them drop me off so I could buy some you know personal stuff because I didn't know I was gonna get out. Nobody knew. Yeah. And I was I had a basket in my hand, and people were everywhere, and I'll never forget it. I, I just couldn't be there. I had so much anxiety. I put the basket down. I walked out of Target, brushed my teeth that night with my finger. <laughs> and, you know, I was terrified. Yeah. I'll never forget that. Now I'm doing better. I'm much I'm focused on, on success, mm -hmm. on my new vegan life, my new diet. Uh, like I said before, I said I dated a girl. I have a girlfriend. I want to get in trouble. I make that clear. I got a girlfriend <laughs> now who's vegan and supportive. Um you know, I'm happy. Um, I love my family. The few friends I have are solid. You know, I, I you know I would never want to. You say about forgetting where I was. This experience showed me who and what I am. Yeah, I've changed so much for the better. So, yeah, I didn't. Want, I could have done it in two or three years. You know, I didn't. Obviously, 15 is a long time. Yeah. But it, I got to see who was who. Also, I mean, I have less than a handful of people of my friends that stuck by me from dozens i thought were like my guys my friends yeah. my people yeah okay when you when you get 21 years it's like a life sentence everybody falls off the map and only the solid and the real stay with you so i got two or three four maybe five guy friends that stuck by me i got a few a couple female friends um you know but i strive every day for success and my mantra is success is the best revenge you wanted to turn your back on me you wanted to wish bad things upon me well, when I'm on top of the mountain again, because I was on top of the mountain before, and then I was at the low, my lowest point, I was under the gutter, and I'm not man enough to admit it. Yeah. You know, I was a mo. You know, now I'm a new person. I feel emotion. Before I was numb. Before I went away. You know, I'm just a new guy, and I love it. I'm compassionate. You know, and, and in prison, I did. I met some of the greatest men I've ever known in my life. Mm -hmm. Like I said, Boston, we, we stick together. And in prison, if you have a friend. And somebody's coming at them with a knife, whatever. You got your friends back, and, and pe people have risked their lives for me, and I've risked my life for people, and we have a bond. And you know, even though the courts say we can't see each other when we get out, when we're off probation, we will see each other because with this love in our hearts. And you know, I'm blessed in certain ways, and, and you know, and I'm scarred in others, but I'll be okay. 
Awesome, brother. So uh, I know you touched on a few of your plans and, and future goals, but now that you're you're out, um, what are some of these main goals and, and your main focus um, for your future here? It's a question I think about a lot. My trajectory, the path I'm going to follow. I'm on a path right now, though, of inner peace, one filled with tranquility. I don't want any negativity in my life. I've had enough negative people surrounding me for two lifetimes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I want wealth. Everybody does. But our health is our greatest gift. So being vegan is a gift. I think it's a gift that's priceless. And you know, because it promotes good health and health is priceless. Like I just say, mm-hmm. uh, like I told you before, I dreamed of the red carpet ever since I wrote infinity crew. I bet. And like I told you, I've actually had graphic dreams. I mean, I, and I seen plan to see this journey through. Mm-hmm. I call it the journey's end and the journey's end is in Hollywood on that red carpet. I'm never going to change the guy I am. I know a lot of people say that success will never change me. Never forget where I come from. Mm-hmm. So anybody like, that's with me now when I'm just not nothing. If I become something, I'm still going to be that guy. Mm-hmm. So like I always tell people in my post, if you, like, if you need, you know, I've seen, I've been at the bottom and if somebody's feeling bad and down and out, I, if you need somebody to talk to, I'm here mm-hmm. and I'm always going to be that guy. So to answer your question, I plan on staying healthy through a plant-based diet, continue meditating, Continue a serious exercise regime like I do now. Um, surround myself with positive energy, positive people. I'm going to follow my dream. And, you know, of course, staying close to my family and friends. It's all good. I just want to be happy. I just want happiness. I've had enough misery. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. So I see um, you post cooking pics and, and stuff like that is... Is, it, is that something you enjoy doing? And what are some of your favorite uh, vegan meals? I love cooking. Yeah, right. You're right in the money. I owned two Italian restaurants back in the day. So Godsons and Paisans was the name of them. And I have a long history of cooking. To me, it's a major stress relief. Like, like when I'm feeling stressed out, it takes my mind out of the world. I'll pick up a recipe, a vegan recipe. I made some nice, amazing chicken uh, Alfredo nice. with the cashews. Stuff I would never even dream of doing <laughs> before. That's the beauty of this. Yeah. It's taking me places in this journey that, like, like it's like left field. But now left field is right field to me because it, everything feels right. Yeah. Before, if you told me, you know, make a chicken Alfredo with a cashew sauce, or what, using cashews, I would have been like, yeah, okay. You know, I'm using milk, butter. It's not happening no more. And this food I'm making is amazing. I make a sick ricotta pizza. I get the ricotta cheese from Trader Joe's. It's vegan. Yeah. And then I use just egg. You know, I use, you know, the fake eggs. Yeah. And I'll, I'll use um, fresh parsley. And I'll talk to the, you know, the, the ricotta cheese like it's, you know, going in lasagna, but it's all vegan. And then I'll put it on a nice pizza. And uh, it's it's unbelievable. Oh. I, I, I post pictures of it. It's just like amazing. Yeah, I love plant based sausage and meatballs. You know, with angel hair pasta. And my, but my favorite in the the meal that everybody around me loves is the chicken. My chicken myself. It's vegan chicken, obviously. But yeah, you, you, it's to die for. 
and you know hopefully one day i want to open a vegan restaurant but you know it's hard because yeah there's, there's so few of us yeah so i gotta find a location where there's more vegans and it's there's none around here and I, i'm here i'm taking care of my True. mother so you know she comes first so yeah you know, i'll put that that dream off but you know i continue to eat these like amazing dishes that don't even taste they taste like uh, like to die for maybe yeah. i'm gonna cook for you someday richard too oh definitely you you're I'll gonna come... have to teach me to juice yeah you're, you're the juice man i'll come <laughs> over i'll juice and you cook and <laughs> exactly you can uh you can start guys like you like a couple hours i got to know you so far sorry is uh you're an amazing guy i really really like you and uh i love your positive vibe and uh the podcast is a blessing and you're a blessing to me and it's been a pleasure meeting you. So, all right, but continue. I just wanted to tell you that while I had it on my mind. Awesome. Well, likewise, I appreciate that, man. I was I was just gonna say you'll have to uh, you have to start a vegan Italian restaurant. How about that? <laughs> exactly what I want. Yeah, that's gonna. I'd be, love to. That'd be awesome. Well, you never know. Like some places, like you said, there might not be that many vegans where you are now, but. Sometimes taking a chance and creating it there is how I see it sometimes is like, it, it's more of a risk, of course, but you know, you'd be the first one starting it there, but it's, it's, it's still a risk. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the problem with that is if I open a restaurant around here, it's my, you know, knowledge or whatever that I, it won't survive just being vegan. I have to sell like regular food and I just can't do it. Yeah. Like I can't even go to the supermarket for my mother who will not convert and buy her meat. She has to have other, you know, a couple girls help take care of her. They do it because it's just against everything I stand for now. Yeah. So, you know, I could not serve, I could not serve like steak and then with my vegan dishes. It's just, I can't do it. Yeah. So it's not going to happen around here. Yeah, yeah, for sure, totally. So, uh, before we go, is there anything else you want to say to the audience? I want. To, I'd like to t t tell them about my book. If you, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, go for it's it. Just a little. I, my book is a novel based on the true events of a Boston criminal and his crew of thugs. <laughs> um, it's it's a it's a it's a good book. It's about kids growing up and meeting. And from different races, it's uh, and how they become, you know, best friends and and best friends for infinity. That's why it's called Infinity Group because mm -hmm. they have each other's back. And um, you know, that's all. I mean, I just want to give a little bit about the book. You know, yeah, people are probably sure. wondering what's your book about. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, like I said, it's based on true events, but you know, the names have been uh, changed to protect the guilty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. It's a must. It's it must, I'm telling you, it's a must read. It's better than any movie out there. I'm not saying that just because it's my book. Because I've come out here and I've watched some movies that were highly acclaimed, and I've shut them off after I've been mean, bored and shut them off halfway down. I don't want to mention any names, of, you know, because I'm not gonna slander anybody else. But I just think that uh, people are gonna like it. You know, I For can't. Sure. I don't. I, I want to tell you about the book, but you know, I can't. <laughs> you know, it's not done, and I don't want to give out too much. Yeah. You know? I'm going to I'm going to withhold a little evidence, a little uh, about the book. You know, a trick I've learned through the years in my different criminal cases. You know, that the prosecutors do they withhold evidence, so I'm going to do the same. Yeah. <laughs> you know? awesome. But I will say on my website, 
in a couple of weeks, I'm going to put the first chapter out there for people to read it and, you know, see, and get a quick glimpse of. Nice. And, uh, That's a good idea. You know, it starts with action and people are going to like it. Yeah. A little teaser. You got to throw a little teaser out there. Yeah, exactly. But also, you said, if I want to say anything, I want to say also, thank you, everybody who's listening, whether you're vegan, not vegan, a friend, foe, anything. I appreciate you listening. Um, as far as myself, I've humbled over the years, and I know without you guys, there is no me. You know, that's the old saying, without you, there is no me. So, you know, we all got to stick together as vegans and as humans. Uh, I do like vegan, new vegan friends and plant-based friends, and actually all my friends on social media. Um, my story is one of a guy I've been on the bottom, rock bottom. So if anyone wants help or just to talk, I'm here, like I said before. It's been a pleasure meeting you, Richard. You're an amazing guy. I love getting to know you, and I, you know, I feel a friendship in the process. You know, this is there was a reason me and you connected. You know, we just two random guys started talking, so this is awesome. Uh, you're a positive guy, classy guy. I like your style. I like your show. I listen to some of your podcasts, and you know, you're amazing. I think that you should uh, switch also, like I was telling you, to video. Yeah, you know, good-looking guy. <laughs> let these let these people see you know what you're about you know when you're juicing and all that because you know you, your vibe your energy is all positive to me um if anyone wants to hear more about me i'm on facebook and instagram my website is theconvictedvegan.com all one word um i'm going to be like i said i'm going to be selling convicted week vegan wear clothing and apparel soon um my, we got some really, really crazy, ridiculous uh, apparel coming that people are going to love. It's so good, it should be actually be illegal. <laughs> ah, nice. Uh, my novel will be done real soon. I'll keep you all posted. You can check on my website and social media sites. I don't know. I'm just, I really feel honored with this chance and opportunity to speak with you, Richard. Thank you so much again. Love you, bro. And for all the listeners, I'm thrilled at this opportunity to speak to you all. I am the convicted vegan. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> Boom. Mic drop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's been unbelievable. This has been a earth shattering experience to me. You know, I'm new at this. My first ever interview. You know, I hope everybody liked it, but you know, it came from the heart at least and Absolutely. You know, like I said, I love doing it. Absolutely. I, I felt it. I feel it. It's good. It was great talking to you, buddy. And um and we will definitely stay connected because I can't wait to read your book, share it with others. And I am highly confident that uh, people will love this interview because it's definitely a different view from the regular interviews I do. I'm sure tons of people will get lost out of this episode for sure. So, My motivational message for everybody is if I can do it, you can do it. You see where I was. You see how down and out I was. So if you're feeling down and out and I've inspired even one person, I'm happy, you know, but anybody who needs to talk or, you know, just wants to know about me or my a story or anything, feel free. Don't hesitate. I will get back to you. Well, guys, you heard it from the convicted vegan. Get out there and make it happen. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, thank you very much for being on the podcast. I appreciate it. It was amazing talking to you and sharing your story. And I hope you have yourself an amazing day. It already is, bro. All right. Take care. I love you. Love you too. Peace. Peace. 
thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you guys could leave me a review, let me know what you guys think. If you guys have any suggestions, ideas, anything at all, because that would help the podcast grow. And again, if you guys haven't done so already, please subscribe and stay tuned for more episodes each week. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Peace and love to you all.